Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. We are doing another Amazon update. I feel like we've just been doing this a lot. Uh, Certainly in the last quarter of 2023, we did a bunch of them, but um, there's a new thing. So first off, welcome to the show. Yay, we're so excited. Um, (laughs) This is, this show is going to hit very close to when the print book of the Amazon author formula comes out. So I'm very excited about that. Amy, before we get into the new Amazon update, do you want to talk about the email that you just got from Amazon, which was very exciting? I know it was very exciting. We were in the green room and I got an alert from my email that a new book is coming out from Penny. And I was like, ooh, obviously I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, oh, I forgot that, you know, it's exciting because sometimes I forget... um, and I get these from authors I follow, but it was fun to see one about your book, but it was very exciting. Amazon sent me an email reminding me that, you know, the ebook, the Kindle edition of Formula releases soon. And it was just, it was so exciting to actually see that in my inbox. And we started chatting about how not enough, and we don't do it either, but not enough focus is put on encouraging people to follow you on Amazon, follow so your Apple Central account you know, it's such an easy thing to do. It's one click. Um, it really should be integrated into your ongoing marketing efforts. You know, it's a great thing to toss into your social media content posting as well, your newsletter, you know, just drop it in there, you know, as you're doing your month to month marketing, because it really makes a huge difference because just now we realized, you know, Penny, thousands of people just got an email that your book is releasing and that that is so freaking cool. I know. I'm so excited. And you know what? The first thing that I did, it, like you weren't even done when we were in the green room, you weren't even done talking about it. And I was <laughs> already, I was already over at on the KDP publishing pre-order back end to see how many additional orders I got. Just keep refreshing that page. Literally, just, I am like a stock market junkie uh, with, with, a, with, a, which is kind of fun. Everybody. Look at that though. That is such a huge, we don't, again, we don't really, we don't focus on it a lot, but it doesn't take a lot of extra effort to Mm-mm. remind people to follow you. Mm-mm. But look at that return. You know, know, so many emails went out to P and that was no effort on our part. We didn't have to do anything extra today. You know what I mean? To yeah. get that email sent out to thousands of people. Yeah. And that is just mind-blowingly awesome marketing. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah, we, it, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's, it's, and you know, we have, we have an author that we, that we have worked with who has something like 15,000 followers on, on Am. I mean, 15,000 people getting a notice that you have, I mean, that's incredible, right? It's, it's such a cool, it's such a cool free tool as well as, you know, BookBub does the same thing where you can, They'll let your followers know that you have a, um, that you have a new book out, which is, it's, it's just, it's a really, really cool option that we don't spend enough time talking about on Amazon. Um, That was meant to happen today. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. And I'm continually, I am paying attention to the show, everybody, but I continually refresh my pre-order sales because I'm super excited about that. (laughs) Um, So Amazon is changing some things. Amazon, as you know, has had, they've had trouble with, uh, reviews that were paid for and polling reviews and all this other stuff. Amazon just, I don't know, actually, I want to say they just changed this, but 
um, recently, you can no longer, I think it was Q4 of last year, actually, you can no longer gift Kindles, Kindle copies to people who are inter- who are outside the U.S. Part of the reason that I, and I want, Amy, I want you to talk about the Goodreads piece because obviously they're, they're owned by Amazon. Part of why Amazon's doing this is um, a lot of these big review services where you're like, oh, for a hundred bucks, we can get you a hundred reviews or something like that. <laughs> Many of them are reliant on people who are out of the country, mm-hmm. which means that, you know, um, their, their reviews are often problematic and it, it's nothing to do with English as a second language at all. It's just that maybe they don't read the entire book. Amazon knows that the review is paid for. And I think what has happened is Amazon in looking at their, the algorithm of people who have reviewed is that they're seeing that a, a large number of these reviews that are showing up as inauthentic mm-hmm. are coming from outside of the U S which is, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, right? I mean, it, 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 uh, we have reviewers. Um, I have actually talked to reviewers who review, you know, indie books about indie publishing who live in Germany and Belgium and Holland and you know what I mean? So I, I have to find a different way to get them an ebook. But part of the, part of why this was so attractive to these review companies is that if you gift a book from Amazon, the free review shows up as verified. Right. You know, yep. it's now, a verified good. purchase. It's a verified review. It looks super legit. Um, yeah. But even on the front end, Penny, I, and I did this for someone I was in touch with. And I, I was on their Amazon page and kind of doing what I do and clicking through and kind of checking things out. And just out of curiosity, because a few of the reviews that I was reading, knowing we were going to do this show, kind of had a few red flags for me, just in the sense that it didn't really sound like the person read the book. Yeah. Um, And this is nothing against the author. We have no idea how those reviews came about. You know, that's not the point here. But when I clicked through to those reviewers' accounts, almost every single one of them, the only book, the only thing they had ever reviewed on Amazon was that one book. And I guarantee you Amazon sees that as a problem. Yeah. You know, like these, the reviewers that have zero history other than with books that they are getting gifted. I mean, it just, unfortunately, these kind of breadcrumbs Amazon is picking up on and it's too expensive to make this a really sophisticated vetting program. And unfortunately things happen, like you mentioned, where it just, you know, they do a big blanket. We're not doing this anymore. And legitimate reviewers, legitimate, you know, people in the industry that happen to live overseas are getting punished as well. Right. Now, I think what this is really going to, this is also going to impact. So if you have a review team here in the U.S. and you're using a service like BookFunnel, which we have also, which I have also used actually for my my advanced review team, is that um, it's going to become... <clears throat> more challenging for these reviews to stick on Amazon mm-hmm. um, because Amazon is really pushing that you, instead of gifting a book, that you buy a book through their system. Now, Amazon toyed with this a little bit because we had a, we had a, I used to have authors ask me like, oh, verified reviews, do they make such a huge difference? 
I don't know that verified reviews lend more credibility. The only thing that verified reviews prove is that the, there was some purchase made off of the Amazon website, right? Does Amazon prioritize verified reviews? Uh, it kind of depends, right? It depends on the product. It depends on a lot of different factors. I do not always see verified reviews prioritized when I look at products, right? Just across the board. But what I think Amazon is really trying to do is I think they're trying to really squeeze out um, people from just sending a free copy of a book. So as you know, so it's costing the author now, and I could be wrong completely, but it's costing the author now to send the book as opposed to using a service like BookFunnel to, to get those reviews. We're going to, it's, this is going to be a little bit of a wait and see to see if those, um, you know, to see if those review to the reviews for books that were gifted outside of the Amazon system from us based reviewers still have stickiness to them. I don't know, mm-hmm. but oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Do you want to talk about Goodreads? Cause yeah. And that's kind of been an under, it's something that they don't talk about. They don't make it really obvious. So I don't think this is new with Goodreads, but it definitely was highlighted as a limiting factor with this kind of change on the Amazon side of things. And a lot of people on Goodreads are, you know, kind of upset about it. Not necessarily the authors quite as much, but certainly they're, they get plenty of international users you know, who can't participate in giveaways for that reason, which is a real bummer because their accounts, their Amazon accounts are registered out of the US. So they're not, they can do print giveaways. So I will say that is another, I would say benefit to doing a print giveaway versus a Kindle giveaway. If you are willing to ship books, um, we always see a dramatically higher number of participants for print giveaways than we do Kindle anyway. But Kindle, I, it is easy. You know, it's one and done that, you know, it absolutely. And you get a lot more books in hands. Typically, most people giving away print aren't giving away 100 copies of their print book. So there is that factor. But I will say, um, you know, typically I would recommend doing both, you know, throughout the year, test it out, go both ways, but definitely do some print giveaways as well for those on the platform that just so happen to live outside of the U.S. Because yeah. You know, there's some great dedicated readers that aren't U.S. based for sure. So we don't want to cut them off completely. Yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate that I think, I I mean, again, I understand that Amazon is trying to control the review, um, the reviews, which really is the only reason to to do this, because certainly um, Kindle, the Kindle works everywhere, right? I have a question for you, Penny. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're looking at things on Amazon, um, I've noticed this more and more that they are distinguishing between reviews that were posted outside of the U.S. Yeah. And so do you think, is this, is Amazon somehow trying to beef up their their book publishing on their international sites? Are they trying to push authors into publishing on, you know, internationally versus keeping it just in the U.S.? That's a really good question. Um, the short answer is, is I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, Amazon has never, you know, Amazon has struggled with their, um, 
has struggled with their uh, their shipping. They've struggled with, you know, it costs a fortune to get to ship a book internationally through, you know, if you're doing it through Amazon. Um, the, the process of Amazon's growth has not, I don't think, ever really been their priority. Um, I know that now they have, you know, like you have Amazon in Holland and Amazon in Belgium, and they are only just now starting to roll out Amazon Prime there. But I just don't know. You know, it's a whole different, it's a whole different culture, right? It's a whole different mm-hmm. culture. I don't know that they're going to have as much success with a publishing arm in Europe. They might in Asia or something, but I don't know that they're going to have as as big of a people in Europe typically aren't clamoring to get published the way they are here. Like, I, and I grew up in Belgium and, you know, I, and I speak the language fluently as many times as I've been back there, I've never, ever, ever been asked to speak to a writer's group there because there just basically aren't any, not that like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, the writer's groups don't want to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. It's not that about that, but it's just interesting to note that it's a completely different dynamic. The other thing too, is that eBooks are not as popular in many, many countries. I mean, I think the UK probably, Mm -hmm. but typically I can, you know, most of Europe, you know, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not ebook centric at all. Right. Yeah. Um, when my, you know, my family has visited a number of times and I've tried to show them my ebook, they're just like, what is this weird and newfangled contraption? Like that's not something. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, but so, like I said, maybe, you know, Amazon is more Asia focused in terms of publishing and ebooks and things like that. But I think that yeah. I'm just curious, you know, if, if if somehow they're going to work this so like, okay, well, if you've made your book available in these markets, you can access your account that way and gift to those individuals in those markets directly, but we're not gonna let you do it from your US account, you know? Yeah, I mean that's that's possible. It's a hassle though, because oh yeah, you know, I can publish so my new book is published in all the markets, right? It'll be published in ebook in all the markets. But if you look at and any author who has their book available globally knows this, if you look at the sales figures, your print books your print book sales outweigh your ebook sales in almost all of those international markets. But it's going to be harder to so imagine this, right? I'm on amazon.com and I'm just boom, click one, two, three. I'm gifting a book. I'm gifting a Kindle book to a reviewer. If I have to go on to Amazon in Japan, right? So now I have to log into Japan and the, the website's in, you know, Japanese. So now I have to go onto a browser that can translate. I mean, hello, right? It, right, it seems it's, it, it seems like a really convoluted way to get authors to gift. I mean, do, do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if that's their end game, really. I think that they're really focused on, I mean, let's face it, right? Even though books are what started Amazon, right? That's their, that was their bread and butter for a lot of years. Amazon has never really prioritized books the way that I feel that they should, right? I know. And yes, agree. so I don't know if this is so much like, oh, we want to grow this international book industry as it is, we want to put the kibosh on these international reviewers who are posting a one word, you know, one or two word review, like good book, period. Like, hello. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's a weird, it's kind of like with everything with Amazon, right? It's like, 
their their um their Amazon ads, like they're still oh, they're, they should focus so much more on making those reports more accurate. I mean, there's a lot that Amazon needs to fix. It's interesting what they choose to focus on, right? That's very true. You know, it's like, okay, now we're just, it's almost like they have, you know, there's probably some guy in the back with this bouncing ball who's like, okay, well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, I'm sure Rick's turn to throw the dart at the dartboard to see what they work on next. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to see what he work on next. But just kind of keep, keep it in mind because I think that you're going to see a lot of these review services have to find an alternative and whether that's book funnel or some other ebook gifting service, I don't know how well those reviews are going to stand the Amazon quote unquote, you know, test of time, whether they're going to stay on Amazon, whether Amazon's going to pull them. I don't think that Amazon can technically do that. Part of the reason that I don't think that they can technically do that. I mean, I think they're still going to pull reviews that look wonky and weird and whatever, but Part of the reason why Amazon doesn't want to do that, and I think this has been a big factor for them, is Amazon wants to be the Yelp of all product, all things product, right? And and I've done this myself. Like if I'm in a store or if I'm at Costco, oh, look, I, I almost got through an episode without mentioning Costco. <laughs> and Costco has something and I'm like, oh, I've never seen this before. I want to, I will go on Amazon and check the reviews on Amazon. Right. Even if I'm not buying it on Amazon, because Costco usually has it cheaper, I will go into Amazon while I'm in the store and check the reviews. So Amazon, that's what Amazon wants, is they want to be the go-to for all things, but also they want to be the Yelp of um, product reviews. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think that they're going to necessarily get rid of, I don't think they're necessarily going to say, well, if you gave this reviewer the book, you can't have your review on Amazon. But I do think that they're cracking down, which is just understandable and also unfortunate for those of you who are doing you doing things the right way you're also going to get you know your hands yeah yeah and i would say just be careful if you are using a an independent reviewer service to supplement your marketing just go into it with realistic expectations at this point because amazon keeps cracking down on reviews some of those, as as Penny said, they may not end up sticking depending on how that company gets their reviews, who they're using. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into this. So we're not saying absolutely don't do it, but just go into it knowing that, you know, you may not end up with as many reviews as the program says, because I think I think we will continue to see some of these dropping off once Amazon, you know, kind of catches up. Not all of them, but Penny, I will say our our piece on our blog about Amazon reviews disappearing continues to be one of our most read pieces. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah. So it clearly is still happening to a lot of authors. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is still happening. Now I want to ask you one final question about Goodreads. So we, you mentioned the Goodreads Kindle giveaway. Is there some kind of a warning when you're doing a, a Goodreads giveaway? And maybe you haven't done one since they've, they, they've done this. I know we had like the holiday break and everything. Um, and we record these, you know, several weeks before they actually land on the, you know, in your, in your feed. But have you seen anything that like a warning, like, Hey, if you're in, you know, if you're in the UK or if you're in France, you're out of luck, buddy. Like you can't, I mean, it's always been, I mean, for a long time, it's been in. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. I will say when they rolled out Kindle giveaways to independent authors, that was one of the parameters was that when they rolled it out, it was for US based only.
Yeah. And a lot of readers and a lot of participants, users on Goodreads have been waiting for that to change and for that to progress. And it just hasn't. And so now seeing Amazon pulling back on their side with the international element of the Kindle, it's like, okay, now it all makes more sense. You know, why we never saw that go any farther. Um, but yeah, they really don't make a big deal about it. Uh, in terms of obviously they're not highlighting it when they're trying to sell you on a Kindle giveaway. Yeah. But again, we mostly do print with our clients and, you know, we, we ask the clients what they're, you know, how far they're willing to go and things like that. So fortunately we're not usually affected by that. It really just depends on what the author, what kind of reach they want to achieve with their book. Right. 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 Well, we hope that this show has been helpful. I just have to tell you, I've been on the back end of, I haven't been doing the entire time. I try to pay attention. Try to be a good, you know, try to be a good, like, so I I have made some sales from that email going out. And I also want to mention, we were going to mention this before. Should we talk about it now? Because I've had this number one new release flag on this book for ever, ever since, literally ever since it landed on Amazon. Should we talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Should we like, should we like totally open the kimono on the show? This was unexpected. (laughs) I didn't even get a chance to text Amy and go, hey, I'm going to go there. Um, so what's, what's great about the timing of this email, right? And this is part of the reason why you want to buy my book. Sorry. I never sell on these podcasts, but I just have to say this part of the reason why your category optimization on Amazon is so crucially important. This book has had the number one new release flag pretty much since the day it was born. So from the day that I put this book up on Amazon, which was the end of December, this book has had the number one new release flag in a very strange category, market research business, which sounds funky when you think about, well, this book is really for authors. Yeah, well, authors, business, like kind of one in the same. (laughs) Um, If you click on that, if you click on the market research business, you will see that there are nine other books in this category. Right. That is the beauty of Amazon categories. And that is the thing that we preach all the time every day. Authors say to me, I want a bestseller flag. I want a bestseller flag. I want a new release flag. I want a bestseller flag. I get it. I want it. I've had it for two weeks. Are you jealous of me? No, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> but part of it is because I got in there and I got really, really creative with the categories. I was like, yes, I want to be. Sure, I want to be an authorship. Yes, I want to be an author marketing. I want to be in all those things. But I also want to find something that is appropriate to the topic and narrow such that I can get this flag. Because then what happens is, is when you have this pre-order and this email blast goes out to these, you know, thousands of people, they're like, oh, number one, you really people like what other people like, right? Mm-hmm. And if Amazon puts a flag on there, that's going to help me sell more books. So just giving you a little peek inside the little toolbox. Um, oh, more sales. Sorry, I keep clicking that. I keep clicking that. I know, it, Penny's going to start live streaming her. Uh, I know, her I'm going to have to start live. <laughs> Look for me on YouTube, people. But Amy, I mean, this is what we talk about, right? Absolutely. Yes. And why we? I'm always so perplexed when we deliver our recommendations And at the end of a campaign, an author still hasn't done something with them. It's like, what? So many missed opportunities, potentially, you know? So So many missed opportunities. And my point, and and what I like to say, my point of this book is also, yes, some things will cost you money. Amazon ads will cost you money for sure. But there are so many free tools on Amazon that you can benefit from 
that cost you nothing, but just a little bit of effort and can really, really help to skyrocket your book. So um, I hope I didn't embarrass us, Amy, just by going off the cuff. No, this is amazing. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, It is always such a pleasure to do this podcast. We hope you love it. Please um, send us an email with your show ideas and um, don't forget to review wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye-bye.